Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. No, I, I got it. I got it. How about a little heel turn? <laughs> Turning Heels, episode uh, four, I guess, technically, four slash five. (laughs) What's up, B? What's going on, Cino brother? You all right? Yeah, man. First, I want to apologize to you as well as our our fan base, I guess, our listeners that uh, might have expected an episode last week. I know we said uh, Wednesday, but as uh, my my plane ride was coming back from Chicago, I'm like, realistically, I don't think that's going to happen. I I, I came back on Tuesday knowing that on Wednesday I had to do a show where I cover my usual eight plus shows for wrestling. I'm like, how am I going to watch all that and then, um, you know, watch Heels on top of that and write notes and do a show on top of it. And it was getting to the point where I was getting like stressed out. Like, I don't think I could do all this. And Davey even said, like, listen, you guys don't have you don't have a, a day you need to do it on. Just just take some exactly. time off. Yeah. And then when you're free, you do it. So by the time I actually got to do everything, it was like Friday, Saturday. I'm just like, at this point, we might as well wait for the next episode and just kind of combine them into two. But um, I think Ooh. everything's everything's back to normal now. I finally back in my rhythm. I caught up to everything. So, uh, yeah. How you been, man? I've been good, man. Uh, just jealous of you guys making that Chicago trip, man. Oh my god, that looked like so much fun. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was it was it was crazy because the day that me and Frank are coming out of New York, and the night before we had like a crazy hurricane come through, so it totally messed up like all their plans. Because my my plan would just take to there's a train here that goes straight to like Queens and right to mm-hmm. the, the airport. So my guys, no biggie. So like I wake up the next day and everybody's like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. It's the sun shining outside. What do you mean?" like am i okay like the storm didn't hit me at all and as like i'm walking towards like the train station it felt like the first episode of the walking dead like when rick like when nothing was like everything was like apocalyptic that's what it felt like i'm like wait a minute and i go to like the screen and like every single train station it says close 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 all the uh, all the trains are canceled i'm like that's weird i'm like whatever i'll just take a bus like it's nothing nope i was down too. try to get a cab no cabs i come to find out every single street Everything was closed off. I'm like, I didn't realize it was that bad. So eventually Frank was able to get a um, uh, a cab down there. It ended up costing us a lot more than we expected. But at that point, we just had to take it. And yeah. uh, and like it took us so long because like every street was closed. So like this, this poor girl, she had to like take all the back roads and everything. And we finally got there. Yeah, it was crazy, but I'm, I'm happy we got there. Davey had issues too getting there. So it was like, yeah, you said he talked about it on uh, was it uh, up next? Yeah, yeah, so it was like one of those things where once we were all there, it was finally like you know a relief. Um, but yeah, the, the trip the trip was fun, and I'm gonna be seeing Davy and Braden uh a week from yeah, a week from Wednesday. They're gonna be here for Arthur Ashe, right? Yeah, for Arthur Ash. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah I feel like I, I'm gonna see them, you know. I'm, I'm spoiled, I'm spoiled with the BDE over here. But the, like, yeah, I'm I'm really jealous about all these meetups. I'm not liking this. I'm gonna have to put in a grievance. <laughs> yeah, we gotta <laughs> we gotta do something. We gotta like we gotta find a spot or something. Chicago's great though. That would be a perfect spot if, if we were to go back there. I just hope that they pick a 
a better arena. They should just do the United Center. Like it's everything's in downtown Chicago. And then like the now arena where they did all out was like in West Bumblefuck where there's nothing. Yeah, around. it's like the suburbs out there. You had to go like from the downtown to the suburbs. The second go, I got to go there, the second I got there, my in, my uh, my phone turned on. Like my, there was no service, no Wi-Fi. I'm like, where the hell am I? But other than that, <laughs> the rest of the show was good. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm back here and uh. Talking heels, man. Yeah, Jones and for some wrestling. I haven't seen a live wrestling show in two years now because the the show I was the last show I was supposed to go to was the SmackDown before everything closed down. Right, right, so right, right. I haven't seen anything live, and I'm just oh man. I'm yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot. I just came back from um, MSG. Also, I saw SmackDown, so I just saw my exactly. first WWE show since just the pandemic, sports. and it was a great show. We had we had we had Lumberjack Rock Lesnar, we had Trey Young, we had the Demon Finn Balor. I'm like, all right, MSG. So um, and I'm, Arthur Ashe is coming up. So I mean, I hate to to rub it in, but you know, I'm back into the wrestling bug now, man. Oh man, we don't have any cool venues either, so it sucks for us. I don't think AEW is going to be here for a long time. Vince got his uh, stronghold down at Little Caesars Arena, so good luck AEW. But I hope to see you guys here. Yeah, I know you guys had a couple indie shows. Chicago weekend, I was seeing like right before because it's not that yep. far of a drive from Detroit to Chicago. So I know you guys had a couple mm-hmm. like GCW shows or something, but it'll come. You guys will get the big show soon. Don't worry about it. Who's mm-hmm. the Who's the big Who's the big wrestler from Detroit that they could have a homecoming for in AEW? This guy is there anybody from Detroit? From Detroit? No, unless they sign like um, Motor City Machine Guns or something. Leon Ruff or Motor City Machine Guns. <laughs> yeah, because that's like they their... sign Leon Ruff. He's from Detroit. That's their thing now, where they just like have a homecoming, you know, Cincinnati or whoever it is. Yeah. And, or and call making... up Rhino. Mm, okay, there we go. Do you yeah. really want to see Rhino in AEW? Dude, the last time <laughs> um, WWE was here, they still had Rhino on a dark match. Oh, God. and the crowd went nuts. Yeah. So I bet. it doesn't matter. It doesn't that's matter, true. dude. As long as he has that D on his back of his singlet, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much would you pay to go to the, the DWL Dome and watch uh, the Spade Brothers wrestle? God, I still want DWL merch. I'm looking for Adam, uh, Stephen Amell. If you're listening to this show, please send us yeah. some DWL hoodies, please, that, sir. I'm surprised they haven't because I'm pretty sure like a lot of like these like HBO shows and, and stars, they always do like merch and stuff, right? Like I'm sure they got, yeah, just they got like merch for power, merch. right? Yeah. yeah, of course they do. Yeah, yeah. send us some DWL hoodies, some, some DWL yeah. bucket hats. Yeah, some scullies, something, whatever you got down there, man. So I'm kind of happy we 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 kind of condensed these two episodes because the first episode, episode four, there was like no wrestling at all. And then episode five was all wrestling. So I feel like oh, yeah. that's like their model now to kind of go back and forth. And uh, we weren't even sure if there was even going to be an episode five because we thought they're going to maybe take like a break or whatever. But it looks like that's not the case. It looks like they're going to kind of run through all eight episodes. So that's pretty cool. But let's get right to it. Episode four, cutting promos. Again, these episode titles mean nothing. I've come to realize. Uh, episode five, maybe it does. It's called Swerve, but we'll get into that one. But episode four mm-hmm. wasn't really about cutting promos, I don't think. But we start the show. Last episode, we found out that uh, Wild Bill was something happened. Some viral video was going around. And uh, we go back to flashback. We find out exactly what's going on. As uh, we start at, is this WWE headquarters? It looks like. It looks. Yeah, we're in New York. <laughs> we the. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're in New York. We're, we're in Connecticut here somewhere. And uh, the big execs over here, you know, the, the McMahons, as I call them, they're showing off this brand new world title. It, it's kind of like the Naomi title, right? It's like the, the bright yeah, flashing lights and all yeah. that. <laughs> the LEDs on the side. Yeah. And they're over here saying, oh, this would be great in toy stores. You know, everybody will love it. The kids will love it. And then Wild Bill's over there in the corner shaking his head. And he's like, you know, just sarcastically, he's like, hey, why don't you just add some sound effects, some beeps and boops and shit. And the executive's like, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> And Wild Bill's like, listen, this is a fucking toy. You know, this, this is the same toy that I fractured my skull for. I got two new replacements. My friends died over this toy. And then we go to this lady named Maria, who's kind of like this hard ass, like executive, who's kind of giving him shit. And she's like, um, yeah, just, just just shut up and just support us. You know, like the title, whatever. And he's like, OK, you sh- yeah, right. I'll, I'll get ready for Cleveland. And she's like, yeah, I don't think we're going to use you on TV for Cleveland. And uh, he's like, OK, sure. So we uh, we go to the plane ride from hell. <laughs> from the video <laughs> and we see um pretty much the footage of um what we saw in the viral video where it's him changing into his robe uh the title belt the flashy title that he has and nothing else and he comes out <laughs> yep swinging swinging i was not yeah. <laughs> uh, expecting flaccid uh wild bill I, I, I did it either i did it either i didn't expect the, to see the the wild side of wild bill here but yeah he's over Thank there you, and stars all, really all his all his glory. Um, I, I blame stars for this for sure. Cause I remember <laughs> back when it was uh, the Spartacus show, it was just like fucking, you ever see Spartacus? Oh yeah. It was, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was kind <laughs> of like fucking, game of Thrones first. Yeah, season. pretty was- <laughs> much, pretty much. So he's over here on the plane. Everybody got their phones out They're um, They're recording him. And he's pretty much saying, this is what I think of your toy. And then he calls 
WWE, you corporate cunts, and says, the kids are going to love playing with this as he's a swinging and dealing over there. Like, just total, total uh, TMZ footage over here. Mm. We go to Jack's house where um, he gets woken up in the middle of the night and there's a fire. Come to find out uh, Thomas's, the kid's room had a little fire here. So he just kind of stops. It. He takes Thomas's favorite blanket and uh, turns off the fire, basically. Uh, we go back to Wild Bill, who is staying at Willie Day's house. Willie Day was the, uh, the right-hand woman of uh, Jack Spade. And we find out that Willie's actually married and has a family. She's married to a guy named Ted. Uh, Ted gets pissed off because Wild Bill's using all the, the New Hampshire syrup that he got imported from his sister. Uh, and then Bill's like, hey, listen, these pancakes are dry. I'm just using all the syrup I can. And he starts showing the viral video to Ted. He's like, look, look, look how big the sensor bar is. Look, look how big it is. <laughs> look how much they had to cover up. Uh, and then he's like, aren't you worried they're going to fire you or whatever? He's like, oh, no, there's going to be no repercussions. You know, any publicity is good publicity. And then he starts using the C word. Uh, and then their teenage daughter, Robin, comes in and she's like, which C word is it? Is it cock or is it cunt? <laughs> and Bill's like, you know what? Either one of them could describe those corporate assholes up north. <laughs> so far, what, what do you think of the episode? I mean, we're getting obviously a little background on uh, on Wild Bill. Exactly. Because we weren't sure if her, him and, and uh, Willie were romantically involved. We'll find out later on what the relationship is. But I was a little mm-hmm. kind of like thrown off that Willie had, like, you know, this all-American family with her uh, all-American husband, Ted, and their, their college daughter and everything. And she's just like the promoter for DWL while yeah, she's having seem this like, great life. You yeah, know, it doesn't seem like weird. something a woman would do, you know. But um, I'm liking how they're like got this fake um, WWE. They're really kind of goofy. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, even it's, like the murals on the wall in the office are really funny. I was looking like, is that somebody? Is that Sinkara over there? Like, I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, there was. Out, like, what there are they was trying a- to do? There was a name. I think it's somebody I saw on AEW Dark. I think his name was David Ali. I saw his poster on the wall. I'm like, oh shit! Actually, okay. they actually use actual wrestlers' names and everything. But even like nice. the way the room looked, it looked kind of like Vince's office. I'm looking for like the big uh, Tyrannosaurus, <laughs> whatever the bone he has in his office or something. I'm like yeah, looking it out did for look it. Like it was really WWE-ish. That was a good job, guys. I think that's the only thing this episode was missing was like an actual person, just a straight parody of Vince McMahon. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't have like a main figurehead in that office that was like the guy. So no, I, they they had. I this, wonder if we're going to get that. Yeah, they had this Maria lady who kind of reminded me of Nick Khan, the way she was just like straight, yeah, don't give a fuck attitude, all about business type of lady. So exactly. yeah. uh, we go back to Jack's house. He's with his families. And of course, what caused the fire? Those fucking squirrels that you didn't want to kill, Jack. Those squirrels came back and they caused the fire. Uh, Jack brings up the fact that he, you know, they should stay at a hotel. Stacy, his wife, is like, no, we got to save money. Uh, and then she's like, hey, listen, you know, speaking of money and all these issues, I, maybe I should get a job. She keeps bringing up getting a job. And Jack is like, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. Don't get a job. We don't need to. Uh, Then they end up going back to Jack's mother's house. We go to the DWL uh, dome. I guess it's backstage and we see all the boys kind of playing cards and whatnot. And Crystal's giving Bobby a haircut uh, and kind of flirting a little bit. Like even the boys are kind of giving him shit about like, oh, what's going on with those two? You know, and then Diego's like, hey, can I get a haircut, too? I don't have any money, but I got this TGIF Friday's gift card. And then (laughs) Crystal's like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, I don't think you'll take it. And she's like. Fuck, you think I won't take it? I love me some TJIFs. <laughs> Hell yeah, come over here. I'll, I'll cut your hair. Um, so then Bobby, as he's leaving, he kind of tells Crystal, like, hey, when you get a chance, can you just stop by my trailer after? We got to talk about something. And the boys, of course, are like, ooh, you know, like the yeah. little, little locker room talking shit. Uh, so we see Bobby and Crystal, and they're in Bobby's trailer. Uh, Crystal's kind of surprised and how neat and organized the whole trailer is. And uh, she's like, you know, what's up? What do you want to do here? She's probably, you know, she has no idea what he wants, and he just wants to talk about his new gimmick. He's like, listen, I appreciate you and every input that you have here. Uh, can you give me some some pointers on this new gimmick that I'm trying to do? I don't even know who Bobby Penn is. Like, can you can you help me with this? And then Bobby's like throwing compliments to her. Like the whole episode, he's just kind of like talking about how good Crystal is. He's like how good her english language is and knowing the difference between inhabit and inhibit like she's he's going off about how smart crystal is but then he's like hey listen i got this new rap song you want to hear it (laughs) so he starts playing this bobby pin rap song it's it's another auto-tune song and uh i got my lyrics here so it starts with bobby pin texas Put a pin in it. No time for your lanes. Put a pin in it. Bobby pin all day. Put a pin in it. The ladies all say, you know, of course, your your generic rap song. Uh, it wasn't that bad, actually. I mean, if, if he it, did it wasn't himself, bad. The beat was a little bit, you know, like he, yeah. if he did it all himself. I wasn't kind of impressed. It didn't sound bad. But it didn't sound bad. Yeah, it wasn't an embarrassment. It wasn't, you know. I like, say he just changed the name to Bobby Bars because that would oh. be spitting. Bobby, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Schmurda pen over here. <laughs> so uh, Crystal's not too much of a fan either. I mean, it's not that she doesn't like the song, but she's just like, this doesn't fit you. Like, do you think 
your Bobby Pin is this rap superstar. And he's kind of like, you know what? You're right. Uh, so he's like, you know, we'll go back to them later on. But we go to Jack and Willie and they're over at the uh, Eddie Earl's pawn shop. Now, if you guys remember, Eddie Earl was like this pawn shop slash reverend pastor that was like, I guess, giving them money or helping them promote if they were helping him, you know, promote his business. And uh, they're basically trying to sell them on the WWE network. It feels like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, basically they're trying to get a, a streaming service for a DWL. Um, this was actually inside of his um, used car lot. He had too. Right. So he owns a used car lot and a pawn shop. So he kind of yeah. monopolized the whole Duffy area. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like, I'm, I'm never, you know, I never lived down South, but I feel like this is probably like a common thing where like a guy oh, yeah. would have numerous businesses and it's kind of all under the same umbrella type of it's thing. Probably but yeah, like I'm, an ex football player doing type of things like that. Exactly. Too, so. Just kind of buying up, you know, everything he can just to kind of make some money. But mm-hmm. um, he's promoting this whole streaming service. And he says, you know, I got a whole back catalog of old matches, old promos, about 500 videotapes just sitting in my mom's house. Uh, they're talking about expanding DWL to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We even got a Snapchat filter. And Earl's like, you know what? It doesn't make any sense for me to take a chance on this. He's like, it makes sense locally because it's in Duffy and it helps my business up. But it doesn't really make sense for me to give you money to expand this 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 promotion. And then he brings up the fact that it just sounds local. It's called Duffy Wrestling League. And there's no chance like this is going to expand because it's such a local thing. Um, so Jack gets pissed off and just kind of walks off. He's like, you know, fuck this guy, whatever. Willie's trying to calm him down. Uh, then she kind of brings up that she's got enough problems. And then uh, with, while Bill's staying with her, and then we this is where we find out, like, you know, Jack's like, what is your, why are you so infatuated with Wild Bill? And she's like, well, I used to sleep with him uh, pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty much. So, she just says good sex. That's pretty yeah. much her explanation for still like keeping up for Wild Bill. And uh, yeah, the beginning of the episode shows you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't want to, I don't want to go down there, but you know, Wild Bill, you know, I, I, don't, I don't blame Willie, you know, Wild Bill's oh, making boy. Wild, wild boy over here. And then she even brings up the fact that, you know, maybe we can help. Uh, we can use Wild Bill to help us promote DWL. And Jack wants nothing of it. He's absolutely no, nah, he wants nothing to do with Wild Bill. Uh, so we go back to Wild Bill and he's, he's looking in his best like macho man impersonation here. He's got his shades on. He's got his bandana over here. And uh, he's on the phone with his manager and he's getting yelled at. She's like, why did you do that? You need to go to rehab. And then he's like, oh, you always got negative news for me. And she's like, what are you talking about? I had this Burger King spot lined up with Ridley Scott. And I'm like, wait, what? Why is Ridley Scott making Burger King commercials? <laughs> <laughs> and then she brings up the fact that like, oh, I bet you're driving an Escalade right now. And he turns around and you see an Escalade right there. So Brand new Escalade. Yeah. She knows everything about him. So she's like, listen, just don't do anything. Don't say anything. Just, just stand, you know, stand still there. And I'll, I'll come down and we're going to hold a press conference about all this. We go to Stacy, uh, Jack's wife, and she's grocery shopping at the Piggly Wiggly with uh, Carol, who's Jack's mom, and they got Thomas with them. And she's kind of just having a little conversation here and just asking if you know, she ever thought about getting a job uh, when she was raising the kids. And she's like, no, I didn't have any time. I was raising the kids. I was helping Tom make all these outfits for him. You know, I'm just pretty much a stay-at-home mom. So Stacy's kind of like, fuck, like, I don't want to be this. You can kind of get this, like, you know, this, this reaction from her that she doesn't want to do the same life that um, Carol, the mom, did here. Mm-hmm. We go to Crystal and Bobby and they're having lunch uh, and she's kind of helping with the gimmick still. And she brings up this concept art for Bobby 85, which is like this uh, old school gimmick. You know, he got the boa, the shades and all that pretty much representing the, the golden age of wrestling and Bobby's loving it. He's like, yeah, Bobby 85. What do you think of Bobby 85? You think that's a gimmick that can. I'm that- not digging Bobby 85. I like Bobby Penn way better, man. There's there's about like pretty much every promotion has like a Bobby 85 character. You have Johnny Swinger in TNA. Yep who does like the old, like old school gimmick. You have this guy named Zicky Dice at NWA. It's, it's mm-hmm. going to have what like those old school, like, you know, mantra wrestles with the mullets and everything. But uh, yeah, I don't think Bobby should go with this. Bobby should just embrace Bobby Penn. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out what he does. We go to Ace where he's at this bar and uh, this female bartender starts flirting with him. Uh, I guess it might be like an old theme of his. And uh, she says, hey, listen, Wild Bill's here. And he's like, oh, you know what? Let me get my beer and my wings to go. Like he doesn't want it to do a Wild Bill. But of course, Wild Bill comes out. And uh, he starts hitting on the bartender. The bartender's grossed out. And he says a line that I don't think I would repeat. I don't think you would ever repeat where he says to Ace about the bartender. um, I would eat a mile of her shit just to lick where it came from. (laughs) Now, I've heard shit. I've heard shit. (laughs) No pun intended. I've heard uh, things similar to that. Like, you know, I would, you know, lick or whatever. But yeah, eat a mile of her shit. Yeah, I've never heard that <laughs> one before. That got to be some Georgia, some deep down Georgia stuff right there. I've yeah. Never heard that. Yeah, I don't I think I'd ever use that line 
or <laughs> even do that. I don't care how Never. good the girl looks. Um, but Bill, Bill's still pretty much blowing smoke up uh, Ace's ass here, talking about, you know, up north, they're still interested in you. Um, you should still, like, try it, whatever. And then they start playing pool, and Bill's telling Ace that he needs to act more aggressive now that he's a heel. Um, so then he's like, you know what? I'll show you how it's done. So he, he cuts a promo on these two, like, jabronis that they're playing pool with. And he gets into one of those face, one of those faces, and he's like, "Hey, uh, are you cheating with the the nine ball? Like, I don't know, you guys didn't hit that nine ball in the pocket, and all of a sudden you guys did or whatever." The guy's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." So then he gets in his face, and he just starts going crazy on him. He says, "Oh man, I bet your wife's a cheater too, you little cuck. You're gonna tell me you don't let someone else stick that fat ass wife of yours, you little fucking cuck bitch, cuck a doodle do, motherfucker." <laughs> You want to get rowdy? You're going to do something? Or you're just going to stand there while I fuck you doggy style? You shave your taint for me, don't you? Like, he's just going off on him, calling him a little cuck bitch. The guy's like, dude, what are you talking about? And then Those he's like, oh, guys. yeah, and then he's like, I'm just fucking with you. He pretty much just did this just to show Ace that, you know, you got to kind of keep this heel persona and just cut promos on guys. Mm-hmm. Um and he's like, listen, this is what I do best. And uh, you can do it too, Ace, just like your dad did. So I guess we find out that his dad, even though his dad was like the top baby face, he probably had some yeah, sort of probably. persona like this Which as well. Is, this is pretty sad, though, because in this episode, um, Ace kind of I kind of felt bad for Ace in this episode, you know, like because he, he kind of nailed or like wielded it back a little bit about being an asshole like he was through the whole season. And just to see Wild Bill like really push him to be this outside of the ring, too. I was like, come on, Ace, you can't be influenced by this guy. He's a clown. Yeah, I mean, between this episode and the next episode, I feel like Ace was like just straight depressed. And then he finally oh, yeah. he snapped at the end of episode five. No pun intended. But we'll, we'll, but he was but before that, he was pretty much like just just depressed the whole time. Just kind of had his head down, doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, so we go to the Spades house, the mom's house. And I guess they were waiting for Ace to come back from playing pool. And um, they sit down or whatever. And uh, Thomas, the little uh, Jack's little kid, starts saying grace. And he mentions everybody. And he he says a line about. Uh, you know, this is for grandma's for grandpa spade up in heaven. And then mama spade cuts him off. He's like, listen, your grandpa's not in heaven. He's in hell and he's on fire. <laughs> like, holy shit. Um, obviously she's religious and I'm guessing in the whole suicide thing, you know, yeah, I know a lot of people like they feel like that's just straight hell. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they all get mad. Stacy's like, cut that shit out. Jack walks off. Ace walks off. And the little kid's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we, we see we see a little bit more um, persona from the mom here. Obviously, she's not happy with the whole situation, but um, she's kind of taking it out on Thomas and everybody yeah, else here. That was a rough line she put in there. I, you don't do those type of things in front of the kids though so yeah i, I understand mean, everybody walking out of dinner so yeah ace is like you know i, I lost my appetite sorry you're talking about my dad being on fire like yeah, my just... dad's burning flesh to, uh, <laughs> to ruin my appetite so we go back to bobby and crystal they're just walking around having ice cream flirting with each other and uh, they're talking about mario kart and crystal's like oh i love playing as toad and bobby loves playing as uh diddy kong Who, who's your favorite who's your who's your go-to mario kart person uh wario wario I was a Luigi yeah. guy. I was always, I was always like the second brother in my family. So I was always, I was always player two growing up. So I feel like I was, I always uh, related to Luigi over here. Yeah, I like a nah. Ooh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> so they're still flirting a little bit, and some kids come in and they're asking to take a selfie uh, with Bobby, and and they're like, "Oh, Crystal, get in the picture." But Crystal's like old school. She's like, "No, no, no, you can't, you can't have the heel take a picture with the baby face." Like, you know, I don't want to do that. Uh, we go back to the Spades house, and we see uh, Ace talking to his. His nephew, Thomas, he's trying to relax him, saying, listen, you know, your granddad, he's not really in hell. Uh, don't worry about what grandma said. Matter of fact, here's a brand new uh, blanket. I think he's like a, a, a Georgia Bulldogs blanket. It's a fair blanket. And the kid's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And then he asked him, he's like, um, so question when granddad killed himself, who cleaned up the mess? Who, you know, who, who did all that? And then he's like, your dad did. Your dad cleaned up everything. Uh, he asked, why did grandpa kill himself? And then Ace is like, his spirit was broken. And he's like, what do you mean by that? And Ace is like, I don't know. Just his spirit was broken. Um, so we still don't know, you know, if we're going to find out, like, the reason why. I don't know. You feel like we're going to find out or it's going to be kind of one of those, like, like... They're slowly, like, peeling back that onion to let us know what happened. So I feel right. like we'll get it uh, before it, the end of this season or maybe next season. You never know. Yep. So we go to, uh, we go, Ace makes his way to the basement because he let Thomas sleep in his room. And we see Jack is down there watching old DWL promos. And he mentions how one time he cut a promo on The Rock to try to get The Rock come down to the DWL. And Ace is like, you mean The Rock, The Rock? It's like, yeah, The Rock, The Rock. So that's a little, little funny little little note there. It's like kind of like a mixture of real wrestlers and, and, and fake wrestlers in this promotion, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go to this like old footage of like a uh, young wild Bill and he gets attacked. It's actually the same thing just happened at GCW where it's like somebody talking and then you got Druids behind them. 
this is like instead of John Moxley, it was Tom Spade who came from behind with the with the Druid thing and started attacking him. So the same thing that happened with Moxley and Cardona. Uh, they start talking about Florida dystopia. And then uh, Ace brings up the fact that like, hey, listen, you've been watching those Florida dystopia promos like they're doing all the cinematic shit. It's fucking pretty sick. You know, uh, they're doing all these, you know, just kind of reminds me of the stuff that we just saw the past mm-hmm. year with all the cinematic stuff. And then uh, uh, Jack is like, yeah, whatever. I don't want to deal with any of that stuff. And Ace like, hey, listen, if you need me to help, like. I can help you write creative and we can do some stuff like that. Jack is like, yeah, I don't think so. They kind of have a little bonding moment. He's like, you know what? Here's a notepad. Go ahead. Uh, write whatever you think is good. And um, we're going to get to what his idea was later. But first we get wild bill who gets a phone call from Maria at back at headquarters, Maria Laurinaitis over here. And uh, he's over here like <laughs> saying, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, the whole cunt thing. I didn't mean it. It's just my character. Da, da, da. Uh, when do you want me to come back to work? You know, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to go whenever. And Maria's like, uh yeah uh, we want to wish you well all your future endeavors pretty much just firing wild bill on the spot and this chick had no emotion she's like uh we're letting you go like just like that yeah, i was face. like yeah just said it in the middle of his him talking just we're letting you go yeah and he's like well fuck me then uh you know you guys don't <laughs> give a fuck about me pretty much uh we go back to bobby and crystal this time bobby is uh, at crystal's place and he's all like hyped up oh you got a trampoline outside that's you no know, that's so cool whatever uh and we actually see a, a brief glimpse of crystal kind of drawing herself like as a champion she's got gear on and everything so obviously she's still having her dreams of becoming champion uh he goes on tries on the bobby 85 gear but as he's like putting on the gear he's still like kind of giving uh crystal all this credit saying you know you're not just a valet you're more than that you should be pushed this and that so as he's like doing all saying all this while wearing the gimmick uh she's like you know what don't even wear that shit just be yourself what you're doing right now this is you this is bobby penn you're just a good guy this should be your gimmick um and as they're they're talking they get a text message saying they gotta go shoot a promo so we go to the cinematic video which is uh what i guess ace was writing and uh it threw me off a little bit because when we saw footage of this on last week's preview, we thought it was Bobby and Ace really going at it. But come to find yeah. out, it was just a promo. So <laughs> this cinematic video is pretty much Crystal. She's working at the gas station. She's, she's a clerk or whatever. And Bobby comes up to her like to buy something. He's like, I don't want no trouble. I just want to buy a cold red mouth to do. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> and then Big Bad Ace comes from behind him and says, well, will you look what the cat puked out of his guzzard? Like... <laughs> It's gizzard. I'm like, what? What the hell does that even mean? Uh, so, they, great. so they start brawling all over. It's like some 7-Eleven gas station type thing. They're fighting over the ice machine. Uh, Ace is hitting him with donuts. Uh, they go outside. Crystal comes out of nowhere with an ATV. <laughs> it's just craziness going on here. But my favorite part is they get into the back of a pickup truck. And as they go into the back of it, the truck just drives into a car wash. And we see like the point of view, like kind of left to right. Uh, one, one steady shot of them going through the car, uh, the car wash coming out. It was great. I thought this was amazing. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, and then they get stopped by uh, Jack, who's there with the whole roster, just coincidentally happens to be there. Rooster, Diego wearing his mask, Apocalypse. And then Jack is like, hey, listen, relax, guys. You can settle it. Settle it in the ring. And the winner will get a shot at this. And he just like lifts up his shirt and he's wearing his title. Like It was so over <laughs> the top, but I thought it was great. I thought the whole thing, the whole thing was shot amazing with yeah. the car wash and the donuts. Yeah. I thought it was great. Absolutely. If uh, a wrestling promotion did this right now, I'm buying their pay-per-view. I don't care where it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, seeing this. the closest thing to that is probably like the Booker T Stone Cold market fight. That was like one of my favorite yeah. things ever. Like you don't really see yeah. like food being used like in an in a, in a outside venue like that. So I thought it was mm-hmm. great. Uh, yeah. Right. And shout out to Ace for, for writing all this. Um, right. So they're all kind of going over the footage. They're loving it. And then they all start making fun of Ace for saying that cats have gizzards. Like, no, cats don't fucking have gizzards. But like Jack's face is hilarious. Jack is like, no, 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 leave it in. It's great. It's great. Leave it in. Like, I love it. <laughs> uh, so as they're all happy, whatever, Ace is like trying to talk to Crystal on the side. Hey, you know, you want to go get a bite to eat or whatever? And she's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good, man. It just blows him off. And uh, <laughs> a real funny moment. Ace like has, I guess he doesn't take a rea- reaction, uh, rejection well. So he just says, oh, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, word. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, word. Like, he was just word, totally yeah. thrown off by it. Uh, we go to uh, Stacy and Carol. They're in the kitchen. And this little moment here where she's kind of, Carol's opening up a little bit about the death of Tom, uh, her husband. And I guess Stacy kind of like starts to feel her a little bit, like, sees exactly why she's acting how she is. Um, we go to Willie and uh, back in her place. And Wild Bill's outside, just pissing in the water. Uh, then he 
she's like, listen, you got fired, didn't you? He's like, yeah, 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 I got fired. And then he's like, hey, listen, I heard you guys shot this promo. You should put me in it, you know? And then um, she's like, yeah, I don't think Jack is going to like that. And then he just starts, I don't know if he's drunk or whatever, but he's like, whatever. Jack's the reason why Tom killed himself. Mm-hmm. And then she, he starts making fun of her husband, says, you know, this guy knows I fucked his wife and he's still letting me stay here. And then he says this line, he's like, and then your daughter, she can't even stand you. Too bad I wasn't around to pay for her abortion, her abortion too. So, yeah. So obviously that I guess insinuates that they had something and he had to abort or she had to abort wild bill's kid. I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm saying that, but I was thinking like, is that wild bill's daughter? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. You know, I didn't think about her that. husband raising wild bill's daughter. I didn't think about that. Maybe. Cause when he said that line, I'm like, wait, does that mean, yeah. you know? So, and, and Tom and Tom looks a little old, not old, but he looks like he might not have been around. So yeah, that could be, that could be something yeah. to think about that. But the yeah. fact that he brought up like, this abortion too so yeah maybe you're onto something um but willie doesn't take kindly to this she starts fucking swinging and and, and hitting bill and bill's like yeah i like it so the next morning willie wakes up and right then and there ted enough of this shit he has all the wills uh wild bills bags outside says hey go stay at the hotel down the road man get the fuck out of here so ted finally put his yeah finally put his foot down we go back to ace who um is trying to pay crystal a visit at her house and he sees crystal and bobby pin just wrestling on the trampoline you know flirting away mm-hmm. um so he's like oh fuck this so he leaves and then later on in the night when bobby and crystal are leaving they see his car got keyed i'm like people still do that shit like it's, i mean it gets to a certain age where you're still keying cars like <laughs> oh ace is like ace is like 12 in his head so yeah yeah that's not a it's not above ace at all but Bobby doesn't care. Bobby's like, oh, cool. It looks like racing stripes. <laughs> Bobby is the most positive person He's in the so world. Cool, man. I love Bobby. He'll, he'll take anything and switch it and make it a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to Ace and his mom, where they pretty much have a little moment here. And then she's like telling his mom, like, listen, you know, dad isn't in hell. He's just not here. And then he's like, whenever it's quiet, I just hear the gunshot. Like my, all my life, I can't go to sleep unless I play music because all I hear is a gunshot. And then he says to his mom, he's like, listen, you were this way. You were sad way before dad killed himself. So maybe you should ask yourself why. So that we kind of have that moment there. Like obviously something was going on before he killed himself um, to make her that way. So I feel like we're going to find out more about that later. Mm-hmm. So Stacy calls Jack and tells him that she actually did get a part-time job at the uh, Piggly Wiggly grocery store uh, because she doesn't want to end up like his mom. And then Jack is like, you know what? Fine. As long as you're happy, Go ahead, work there. It's fine. We go to Ace, who's uh, having sex with the bartender. Uh, we find out her name is Trisha, the one that he met earlier, and uh, they're having sex, whatever. And then after, Ace is acting all emo and he's talking about like his problems, whatever, or how he feels. And she's like, "Oh, damn, that's that's sad. Uh, you want to have, you want to fuck again?" <laughs> so, so she's obviously nothing like Crystal. Crystal is actually like yeah, she, talkative. He's the yeah. total opposite. Um, she's terrible. <laughs> she is horrible. We go to the final scene here where Jack is uh, driving his way over to the hotel and uh, he pretty much wants to, like, I guess, talk to Wild Bill and stop him from trying to talk to Ace and everything. But he kind of sees, like, Wild Bill's just kind of a little depressed, drunk. Um, and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to leave him alone. So he leaves. And the final scene we see is Wild Bill up on the roof, uh, all alone, screaming, Who wants to play with Wild Bill? Who wants to play with Wild Bill? So I guess we come to find out that Jack maybe felt a little bad for Wild Bill. Like, you know what? Let me just leave him alone for this one. I thought he was going to turn that corner and like talk to Bill, but I'm pretty sure after he's seen him like stumbling over the ice machine, he just got up out of there. I don't yeah, know. he's like, yeah, this guy's gone through enough shit. Let me just leave him alone. Um, so yeah, it's a good episode. I mean, obviously there's no wrestling at all, but I feel like we got a lot of information here, obviously with this this new girl that's in Ace's life that we're going to find out about Trisha and obviously Bobby and Crystal and their whole relationship. Um, but yeah, I think it was a pretty good episode. It wasn't like the best one, but I feel like we definitely got a lot of character development here, especially from Wild Bill. I think it was mostly about yeah. Wild Bill and his history with Willie and all that. But it was a pretty good episode. A lot of, overall. A lot of story building. It was cool to see those uh, tapes of uh, old Duffy wrestling. Yeah. Where they're like in the backyard with just the ring and the camera. That was kind of cool to see and to see more of um, King Spade over there. So that's cool too. I like to see more of their dad too. I want to see a whole episode. Yeah. back in the day with wild bill so hopefully we get into that stuff yeah i kind of wish that they would do like more like viral marketing like there's a lot of like every time there's like movies or shows where they kind of show like throwback stuff they usually release that video like separately online you can mm-hmm. kind of check it out i wish they would do more things like that but they're more i guess like sticking to like the old like formula of just being like a straight dramatic show so we go to episode five swerve uh i'll say this right now is one of my favorite episodes i love this episode and uh we'll find out why, why. a lot of shit happened in this episode so <laughs> We start the we start the show and 
we've, it, it looks like it's a show. It's an actual wrestling show. Cause we see a steel cage and crystal. She's cutting this heel promo and she says, a, you know, hear me crystal clear, which I'm like, I had, that's, that's, that's good. I like that. The fact that her name is, yeah, like that. her name is crystal crystal clear. You know, and the fans are all booing her. But then we find out it's not even a wrestling event. It's just a rehearsal. And uh, Jack really liked the promo, but but Ace doesn't. Ace is like, crystal clear. What kind, of, what kind of shit is that? So then, like, it's weird because, like, like Jack, I've noticed a couple times in this episode where, like, Jack is, like, for something. But then he sees how his brother reacts to it. And he'll just switch his tone. And that's what happened here. Like, Jack liked the promo. He sees his brother doesn't. And then he's like, you know what? Yeah, I don't like it either. Uh yeah, let's cut the promo. We're not going to do the promo, Crystal. And she's like, what the fuck? And everybody else is looking at him like, yeah, you just liked it. And now all of a sudden you don't like it. Like, it's a little weird. He's a little, he's pandering a little bit to Ace. I, I know he's just want to keep Ace around, but yeah. I don't even know why he's pandering so hard. Ace is not even as hot as he was before. Yeah. So especially heel Ace, he's not even over yet. Yeah, he just wants his brother around, I guess. He's trying to do whatever, catering him just to kind of, like, yeah. make him happy, I guess. Uh, he's, like, one of those guys, like, you know, you know how WWE, they do that to somebody, like, they push somebody just to sign them, and then as soon as they sign them, they treat them like shit. Kind of like, you know, signing Zelina Vega and then not using her Ooh. on the day her, yeah. Tell him how you really yeah, feel. Yeah, that, that shit upset me. I'm not going to lie. When I found out that she right. didn't get to wrestle on the anniversary of her dad's death on 9-11, just in New York City, out of all places. Yeah. So that's pretty much what uh what Jack is doing here. So uh, he has a little talk with Crystal. He's like, listen, um, you know, I liked it. Uh, at least now I know that you can memorize and deliver your promos. Um, and just, you're still in the main event, no matter what, you're still in the main event. Don't worry about me cutting your promo, but at least I know that you can memorize and deliver these lines. So next time I'm just going to write for, for you. And then Willie Day, as always, just shits on Crystal. And she's like, uh, yeah, why don't you wear a bra? Nobody wants to see your nipples. It's a, it's a family show. And she's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like this Crystal girl, huh. we go to a really quick rooster and Diego are kind of trying to tell Jack an idea for the show. And Jack is like, ah, I'm busy. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Uh, so they're going over the, the main event finish and, uh, Bobby's up there and like, I'll do a frog splash. And Bobby looks at Crystal like, I don't know what that is. And Crystal's like, you know, explains it to him. And Ace is like, act like a fucking frog. That's what a frog splash is. And then he's like, Crystal, stop telling him what to do. Like, he's obviously picking up on Bobby and Crystal's uh, flirtation and getting really jealous about this. Uh, so then the practice in the match and Bobby takes this, this terrible looking super kick. And they're all like, yo, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> terrible looking super kick. Um, but as all this is going on, Jack gets a phone call and it's about the South Georgia State Fair. And they have, a, I guess, an idea or they want to have a meeting with him about possibly having wrestling on their state fair. And it's a big deal for them because it's like 10,000 people are going to be there. It's definitely a big opportunity. So Jack obviously gets all excited about this. Uh, we go to the press conference from Wild Bill and uh, he starts apologizing for the video and all the language that he used. And he blames it on being scared of flying. So he was overly medicated. That's why he did all that. But he doesn't regret getting naked. And then he starts talking about circumcision and yeah, says he, that he kind of blamed it on circumcision <laughs> the reason why i don't know what's going he, on he got really drunk but he kind of blamed it on circ- being circumcised as a child and not having the choice <laughs> so um he was kind of like pro choice for circumcision i, I don't guess. know that was his stance that. i don't that's a weird stance to take wild bill i guess that's why his name is wild bill he so. <laughs> he started saying how how every third daydream, it's about a man fantasizing, putting his penis in someone else's mouth. And the other two are about them putting them in other places. <laughs> so I'm like, what's going on? He keeps going on about foreskin and circumcision. And then a reporter's like, uh, yeah, what are these rumors about you getting fired? We heard that Dave Meltzer said that you got fired pretty much. <laughs> and he's like, oh, don't believe that. He kind of like dodges the question. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm just going to do a stint in rehab, then I'll be back. So he pretty much just ignores the question. Um, we go to Wild Bill and he bumps into Jack, who's on a jog and says that uh, he's pretty much just keep pitching the fact that he wants to work with him. And Jack is like, no, I want nothing to do with you. Please just leave me alone. Get lost. And uh, we go to Jack and Stacy and Jack is all nervous. <laughs> this is a pretty weird scene. Jack is all nervous and he's like, oh, you know, I need to have sex pretty much. And then she's like, oh, we don't got time for that. Uh, then she's like, how about a handshake deal? If you know what I mean? And then he's like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll deal with it. And she's like, you're going to get my, my my shirt all dirty for work. And he's like, oh, let's turn over. Like, this really weird scene here. As the kid is downstairs, the kid is downstairs. Like, yeah, we got to go, mom and dad. He's like, oh, I just need to bust a nut. I'm nervous. I'm I watch a lot of, uh, I watch a lot of stars programming. Okay. And I start, I'm starting to notice a trend of absolutely no reason sex scenes. Yeah. We have no reason for these sex scenes. Do we really you know, need to see three minutes about why no, he needs a hand job? I'm, I'm kind of sick of seeing Ace heavy breathing too. So we can, we can do yeah, it. We, we see a lot of that. We see a lot of sex scenes in this show, yeah. but it stars, you know, like I said, I used to it from Spartacus. Yeah, it's, television. We, we yeah, it's fine. Uh, we go to Crystal and she, uh, she gets her, I guess 
her paycheck from her uh, her shoot job at the gas station, and it's for one hundred and one dollars and eighteen cents. She's all miserable about uh, miserable about it. But what does she do with the hundred dollars? She puts it on gambling, and she bets a hundred bucks that the Reds are going to beat the Cardinals. So obviously, she's not uh, spending her money wisely, but she's taking a risk. She's taking a chance. We go to Jack and Thomas who are on their way to the meeting and uh, Thomas mentions getting a pet gerbil. And then Jack is like, his wife had told him, don't whatever he, whatever you do, don't tell him you're getting him a gerbil. So Jack is like making up the story about, oh yeah, gerbils are only good to feed the snakes or whatever. Then, you know, he gets all, Thomas gets all upset and he's like, oh, you know what? Just, just, I'll get you a pet gerbil. It's fine. I'll get you one. So obviously he wants Thomas to like uh, help him out with this meeting, you know, the whole sympathetic child thing. So he's like, whatever, I'll just get you a pet gerbil. As long as you help me score this fucking state fair, basically. <laughs> we go to the DWL dome. Jack shows up with the, um, this actually, it's weird because like, I thought they were driving to the meeting, but then like all like five other things happened before the meeting. So I don't know if it was mm-hmm. like a, a editing error, but it's like, I could have sworn they were, to, they were going to the meeting like twice already. But then Jack keeps stopping other places. I don't know. It was a little weird. Something that I noticed. But they stop at the DWL Dome and Jack gives a speech, says that, you know, you know, all tonight is just like any other night. The only difference is that we have three people sitting ringside from the State Fair Commission. And if everything goes well, they will be performing in front of 10,000 folks. Uh, He gets them all hyped up. And then Thomas has, you know, his little moment there. We kind of runs down the car. Like, oh, yeah, go, Thomas. Uh, We go back to Bobby and Crystal. And guess what? The Reds won. So they're all celebrating. Yeah, you know, she won. She won the money, whatever. And of course, as Ace pulls in, he sees like Bobby and Crystal hugging and jumping up and down. Uh, But Ace is not alone. He showed up with Carmella. I mean, uh, Trisha over here. (laughs) I could have sworn it was Carmella. Like <laughs> she did kind of look like Carmella a little bit. You can say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to kind of sum up Trisha, she looks like you know your average WWE diva, blonde, whatever, like total opposite of Crystal. Crystal's like more wholesome, more like um who would you compare? I'm trying to see who you compare Crystal to. Crystal she's kind of, is she's, um she's she's more of a wrestling, like she knows what's going on. She's yeah. a real worker. She's more and like a you, like you a, can like say like that a, Trisha is a diva. So yeah, yeah, yeah Crystal's more like Natty. Natalia, like more like a, you know, yeah. I guess someone who knows her shit, basically, loves wrestling. Yep. And Trisha's more like just there just to, for the spotlight. So then Ace is already pissed off at, at uh, Trisha, and, you know, because they're late, whatever, and says, oh, you had to have Church's Chicken instead of KFC. So that begs the question, what's better, Church's Chicken or KFC? Um, To be honest, I don't like either one of those places. Um, Give me Popeyes. Popeyes? Give me Popeyes, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't like uh, Church's Chicken is a little bit greasy. Uh, KFC skin falls off. Yeah, KFC's not that good. KFC, yeah. KFC is a little overrated. KFC is good if like you're with a whole bunch of people just want to get a bucket of chicken just at a cheap price. It's good to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Popeyes are probably remember the whole chicken chicken sandwich wars <laughs> a couple years ago yeah, where people were like, "Who can beat Popeyes over there?" <laughs> people were getting punched in the face for Popeyes sandwiches. That shit was wild. That was like three thousand. That was pre pandemic. Pre pandemic. Imagine what happened now. We were animals. <laughs> we go we go to Ace who walks into Jack's office and I don't know where he's like, "Hey, uh, Willie, Jack, this is my new valet, Trisha." And they're just like, who the fuck is this? Like nobody signed here. So they're a little bit confused. We go to Stacy, who's working her, uh, her new job at the Piggly Wiggly. And she's doing something, which I, I had to rewind it just to make sure she said what I thought she said, but she tells her manager that she's organizing the little Debbie snacks by expiration date. And within those, she's alphabetizing them according to skew. Now, really quick. I worked in retail. Nobody would ever do this shit. No, never, never. No way. Especially I mean, by skew. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, expiration date, okay. I can see maybe putting, like, the expiration stuff in the front just to sell it, whatever. But yeah. alphabetizing them by skew, there's not even any reason to do that. It's not even, like, <laughs> a real, like, how could you even, I don't know. It doesn't I never worked in a grocery store, but Jesus. I, I, ha- I have, and you would never alphabetize Debbie snacks. Like, it doesn't make any sense at all. I don't know. But obviously, she's trying to impress her boss, and the boss is like, yo, you trying to take my job? Like, relax. And I've had those moments, too. <laughs> I've had those moments where I would work somewhere, and I'm, like, just doing way too much. And the boss is like, yo, chill, relax. Like, yo, you're doing too much right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we we go to uh, back to Stacy, and she noticed that there's somebody dropped pickles everywhere. And lo and behold, it's Wild Bill dropping his pickle everywhere. And uh, Bill's like, oh, shit, you working here? Is, is money tight? Is everything okay? And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's good. And she's kind of giving him the cold shoulder. And um, she's up, she's so upset because he tried to come in and take Ace or whatever. And they kind of go back and forth. And Bill's just fucking antagonizing Stacy, saying all this shit to her. I thought it was gonna get to the point where Stacy was gonna like say something, get fired because he was really pushing her buttons. Like, and Stacy yeah. just kept her cool he the said whole time. Something, he said a line about their dad killing himself. It's like, why yeah. would you tell this man's wife that? 
Yeah, even like the manager walked in at one point. He goes, "Everything okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, everything is good." I'm like, I kind of give it up to Stacy for like not hitting him or cursing him out or what. I think she did curse exactly. a little bit, but it wasn't to the point bit. where like it made a scene or whatever. And then she mm-hmm. mentioned something about the state fair and 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 uh, Wild Bill's like, "Oh, I'm sure the, the spades will fuck that up also, just like they fuck everything else up." So we go to Crystal, who's uh she's showing off her new outfit that she used with her gambling money. She's pretty much like a little cheerleader outfit, I guess, a little rainbow cheerleader outfit, and she's showing it off to Bobby, and Bobby's over there like yeah you look good you look good and she's like yo you know i'm talking with the comp you know my outfit and he's just something like oh you even look good naked or whatever it's like oh. so obviously these two are are definitely hitting it off so we go to um them training in the ring and we see diego diego hits a vader bomb on root on rooster and rooster's like overselling it whatever and then come to find out they're, they're it's gonna be a stretcher job uh tonight and then uh crystal's like explaining to thomas like you know how you sell and everything and she's like don't worry it's not a real injury uh if it was a real injury you would see us pull up an x like this so that's gonna be a little foreshadowing until later on in the episode uh mm-hmm. you know to, to people watching this that don't know what the x means so we obviously know as wrestling fans we go to crystal and bobby they get called into jack's office and this is where jack reveals to crystal and bobby about the new storyline of ace breaking up with crystal because uh she because he called crystal going behind his back with Bobby Penn. And now Bobby and Crystal are in love. And then Crystal's like looking at Ace like, yo, what's going on? You didn't tell me any of this. Like, and then Jack is like, oh, no, no, no. Don't don't talk to him. It's, it's all my idea. You know, Jack is taking the full blame for this and everything. And then uh, he tells Ace to deliver the line for tonight. And Ace goes, you may think it's love, but she'll break your heart just like she broke mine. Uh, lucky for me, there's plenty of fish in the sea. And then he improvises and says, I got the biggest rod. And, and Jack is like, no, 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 I didn't write that. I didn't write that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But that would have, um, like, if he would have said all that stuff, it would have totally, like, turned Bobby Hill. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's funny because even, weird. yeah, even, like, later on, like, when we get to it and Crystal's supposed to, like, you know, be babyface and putting Bobby Pin over, Bobby still looks like the heel in this. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I you know? cheated on your man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, they're going through all these promos, or whatever. And then Trisha's like, you know, what about me? You know, can I do a cartwheel or something? And Willie's like, no, 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 you do nothing. You do nothing. So, so, so Willie's still like, doesn't matter who the woman is. She's still, uh, treating these girls like shit pretty much. Um, so then Crystal's upset about all this. She starts crying and the ace is like, listen, you know, Crystal, this is not personal. It's all business. And Crystal's obviously taken aback by all this. Um, but yeah, had you, had you like, had you, I just kind of caught me off guard a little bit. The fact that they kind of, it kind of reminded me of the whole like Matt Hardy, uh, edge leader thing, kind of taking a real life situation yeah. and making it into a storyline. I think that's what they're going with in this. It's kind of cool, like how they just made that change on the fly. It's kind of real wrestling things they're doing in this show. So hats off to those guys who's writing this stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we see Crystal and she's kind of like yelling at Willie and she's like, you know, why are you bringing in this new valet? It's supposed to be a big show and you're over here bringing in this new person. Um and then Willie's like, okay, don't worry about it. It's fine. I need to start taking pictures of you and uh, you and Bobby in the act or whatever. So she's mm-hmm. like, she's kind of like doing a picture, like kind of in the cut, just kind of, you know, like she caught them TMZ style, whatever. And uh, Bobby doesn't know how to act. He's just like, he stands there like he's never kissed a girl in his life. And uh, she's like, ask, you know, act risque. And he's like, I don't know what to do. And Crystal's like, don't worry about it. I got you. So he like, she like knocks him down and like just starts you know jumps on top of him starts making out with him yeah and bobby's like whoa what's going on here but obviously you know crystal it's funny because like i'm pretty sure this is like the same exact like room or position that she was with with ace like a couple episodes back yeah it felt like i I actually i think it is the same it is the same room right yeah Yeah, i mean the the dwl dome only has you know a number of rooms that you can go and so much space you can go have sex (laughs) we we go to jack and thomas they're finally at the dinner waiting for this meeting with the uh the big state uh state farm the big uh state fair execs (laughs) and uh they're kind of jack and thomas are talking a little bit and then jack is explaining to thomas uh why his his uncle turned heel and just saying how this is just characters we're just acting as characters and then we see the state fair commission they come in and they all admit that they're not wrestling fans but they, they did their research and they see how popular professional wrestling is uh then one of them says you know, um, it does not real. Like, how do you guys get so many fans if everybody knows it's not real? Then Thomas, the son here, just kind of like cuts a promo and he's like, listen, it's all about the storylines. You know, it's not about the wrestling. It's about, you know, the, the capturing the fans. And then he explains what a heel is and then he's going off and on. And the, the, you know, that you can you see like uh, Jack was proud of his son. Like, yo, he, this is exactly what I wanted because he basically, yeah. so, he sold the state fair commission on getting the show pretty much it felt like this is pretty cool like um i remember sitting front row at money in the bank a couple years ago and i sat right in front of shane mcmahon's uh, kids and his mm-hmm. wife yeah and, and his oldest son like came in and like spoke to everybody and asked everybody how we're enjoying the show and it was like some younger kids next to him and he's like oh that's so awesome you got this on it's like wrestling families do know how to make yeah. their children you know work for the biz 
I mean, I would if, if, if my parents were in wrestling, I would learn everything about the, the trade and Definitely. freaking master that shit. Uh, we, we go to Ace and Crystal because earlier on, uh, Jack said, even though you guys are going to break up later on in the show, you guys need to act together for now. So you guys have to go out there and sign autographs together. So Ace and Crystal are out there. Um, and then, you know, Crystal's the whole time is just kind of still giving Ace shit about the whole situation. And Ace is like, oh, whatever. And as this is going on, Wild Bill shows up and he's like, this big deal. So everybody over there is like, oh, my God, look at him. Slow motion. And Wild Bill's walking through the, walking through the you know, the the fan fan zone, whatever that is. And they're all in all, whatever. And then uh, Ace sees him and just walks away. So Wild Bill sits down with Crystal instead and starts taking pictures with her. And then Debbie, who I guess is like one of the people that works backstage at DWO, she's like, what are you doing here? You know, don't let Jack, you know, catch you, whatever. Don't cause a scene. And then Bill's like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And she's like, just don't take your clothes off. And then Wild Bill's like, ah, you saw the video too, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we go back to Diego and Rooster. They're backstage. And then Rooster's pretty much upset because they have this battle royal tonight and Diego's supposed to win it. And then Diego's like, yo, dude, you're really upset about this? Like, I don't give a fuck, honestly. I don't care about no titles. I don't care about no championships, no matches, whatever. I just like, I just want to wrestle. And it, obviously, it's a big deal for you. If you want to win, you can win. And Rooster's like, yo, what are you talking about? He's like, don't worry about it. I'll just trip out of the ring. I'll get eliminated. You can win the match, whatever. Whatever makes you happy. And then, you know, Rooster's like, you know, appreciates it. So obviously, you know, nice side from Diego. Diego's like, yo, listen, it doesn't mean shit to me, obviously. I just want to wrestle. I don't care about championships. But he obviously yeah. knows it means a lot to Rooster. So he's over there just trying to go behind Jack's back and just sacrifice the match just so Rooster can have his moment. That was a pretty cool moment, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, we go to Ace and Trisha, and they're having sex. They're fucking in the car. But um, <laughs> the whole time that they're having sex, Ace is, like, looking for Crystal. He's, like, looking in her trailer, just kind of waiting. He's like, I just want her to see this or something. It was, it was a little weird. And then Crystal is there. Crystal actually spots them. But um, as she's getting out of the car, while Bill spots her, and while Bill's trying to give her some advice, he's like, listen, you know, the, the fans don't care about all these muscles, all these wrestlers that care about you. Uh, here's some advice. When you go out there, pull your hair back so they can see your face. So they can see your emotion and uh, improvise a little bit. Go off script a little bit. Have fun. And uh, Crystal definitely took this advice to heart. I feel like she definitely uh, took this advice from Wild Bill. Oh, yeah. we, go to, we go to Ace and he's practicing his promo. And uh, he's a pretty funny moment here because he's doing his promo as if Thomas is Crystal. So he's like, just like, he's like yelling at this little kid, like, yeah, you little bitch. Like, and he's like, yeah, dad, this is great. Like, this is great. And then he like, of course, Ace always got to do his little lines where he improvises. He's like, uh, you know, Crystal, just go back to being a cam girl, this and that. And Jack is like, no, 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 relax. Yo, it's the family show. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, we go to the Battle Royal and we see a couple familiar faces. Doc Gallows is in the Battle Royal again. He's uh, showed up mm-hmm. again. We actually see this guy from MLW that I've that I noticed. This guy from the Philippines called uh, Buku Dao. He was right there having a pretty major spot, I think, with okay. Rooster. I was like, oh, look at that. Some real wrestlers here. And uh, the State Fair reps, they're ringside. They're just loving all this shit. Like, oh, I love wrestling. Uh, and then it comes down to the final two, which Rooster and Diego. And then, like, Rooster starts hearing, like, the fans chant for him. And then he tells Diego, he's like, yo, just, just forget about it. Just do the original finish. And Diego's like, you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah just do the original finish. And so Diego wins the battle royal. He wins it. Um, yeah, why do you think he had a change of heart? I mean, he heard the fans chant his name? Like, I don't know. Maybe some, you know, it's something I would do too. You know, even if you're my buddy and you want to look out for me, I still want to go along with the deal, you know? Because yeah. I still want, you're my friend, I still want you to shine, but I still think it's something deep down for me to go after. So I understand that. But we missed um, in between the, the Battle Royal, mm-hmm. there was a small scene in the back where Crystal and Trisha got into a little scrum. Right, yeah, I got that next. Yeah. I think I might have worded it. I might word, I might have uh, put the placement in the, in the wrong place. I'm going to get to that next. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but back to Rooster, like, like at the end of the day, yeah, he's upset. He's a little frustrated about everything, but I still think he still respects the business. He still respects exactly. Jack. I think he respects Booker. Jack and Duffy, yeah. Exactly. Um, but like you were saying, yeah, we go backstage and we see uh, Trisha and Crystal and Trisha says something about uh, Crystal's hair, like her roots or whatever. I can help you with that. And Crystal's like, oh, fuck you. And they start having a little scuffle. And uh, Willie, Willie Day, she finally stands up for Crystal. She tells Trisha, you know, back up, leave her alone. And then she like helps uh, Crystal with her gear or whatever. So I'm like, oh, finally. See, Willie's not that she's she's just she's busting balls, but she doesn't hate Crystal. But now, of course, the new girl comes. She <laughs> The new girl comes in now. So now she hates Trisha instead. <laughs> We um we go to Rooster and Jack. That you know Rooster just had his match, and then you know he's trying to tell him good job or whatever. And then he says Rooster says to Jack like Yo, do you even know my real name? Like he just kind of he tries to test him a little bit. And Jack is like Yeah, DeAndre Milton Rutherford. I know who you are, and I know your nicknames, and I know your paycheck and where it goes and this and that. He goes off on him. So obviously Jack knows everything about Rooster, and Rooster's like 
oh fuck like <laughs> like i feel bad now you know like i feel bad you actually do care about me and then jack pretty much says listen you know your time will come i promise you that and then rooster kind of gives him a handshake like you know what i trust you i believe in you like i think this is actually gonna happen so nice little moment here where jack is like listen i i do care about you i do give a fuck about you i know everything about you just trust me and believe in me and things good things will happen to you we go to the main event, the cage match, and the promoters are ringside, and and uh, the state fa- the state fair people, and one of them's like, "What's a cage match?" And the guy's like, oh, "I looked it up. I, I, looked, I looked it up on Wikipedia. It's a, you know, it's, it's a cage, and you got to pin and submit. It's hilarious." Um, so the match is about to start. It's the main event. It's Ace Spade and Bobby Penn. This is supposed to be the big thing where Ace cuts that big promo revealing about Crystal cheating on him, but Crystal has other ideas. So she comes to the ring with her hair up, just like. Uh, while Bill suggested, snatches the mic from Ace and she shoots on everybody. And she pretty much takes Ace's thunder, says pretty much everything that he was going to say, but she says it. And then she says, yeah, you're right. I have been cheating on Ace uh, with Bobby Pan, and I'm not sorry for it. Uh, matter of fact, Ace can't even satisfy me because he's not a real man. I need a real man and not a crybaby boy like Ace. But Ace found someone more pathetic than him. And she, she calls out Trisha and Trisha's like, Oh, okay. Like, I guess I gotta go out there. And Willie Day's like, yo, go out there. Don't, don't worry about her calling you a bo- you know, bony behind or whatever. So then Trisha mm-hmm. comes out and Trisha gets the Xbox heat, Xbox heat. Nobody, everybody's booing Trisha. Like, Oh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> and then she says, uh, Crystal says to Trisha that, uh, you know, hope you don't mind being next to a whimpering shell of a man. And, uh, then she tells Ace, you know, we're over. We're done. Crap, you know, throws the mic down and says, let the night roar. And then the crowd goes wild and really backstage gets obsessed up. Oh, just fucking another mic. You got to break, right? You guys just love, love breaking mics <laughs> and tells little Thomas, don't be an idiot like them. I'm uh, not sure why uh, Willie was so upset with this. Cause it was a great promo by Crystal. I so think she was, I, I think Willie was more upset that she was slamming the mic down. Cause she's just, she went off script. Cause they, yeah. when she would start going, it was like, Oh, she went off script. I'm like, it was great. Does it yeah, matter? it was great. But of course at the end of the day, you know, they want to have control over everything. Jack was upset. Yeah. Jack is over here mad at crystal saying, get the hell out of the It was actually a better promo than Ace had. Oh yeah. Course. That was a great promo. Yeah. Like I said, the, the only like, the only like negative about it was it, it, it turned Bobby pin heel. I feel like it, like Ace was sympathetic in this, in this situation. I feel like, because you want the heel to say that stuff. I don't think you want the baby face to really say it. You know what I mean? If it was the yeah. attitude era, the attitude era, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you go the out there and- still hates Ace, though. So oh, I don't true. think it really matters. Because you called true. him a, ba- a crybaby, and I'm pretty sure the crowd still calls him a crybaby. If, if, if I had to change it up a little bit, I would have Ace, like, start to do the promo and then have Crystal kind of take over and get the yeah. baby face pop. That's, like, the only difference yeah. I would make. Um, but they go to the match. Uh, Jack is pissed off, but he tells, you know, Ace and Bobby just do the match. So they start the match. And Ace is being real stiff on Bobby. He's just fucking oh, yeah. going hard on him, slamming him around. Bobby's like, yo, relax, relax. Like, you're doing too much. Take it easy. And then Ace is like, oh, fuck it. Uh, we're going to go for a superplex. And, and Bobby's like, yo, I never did a superplex before. Like, I don't want to do this. And he's like, just do it. Mm-hmm. Stop being a bitch. So he does it. And as this is going on, Jack is yelling at Crystal ringside, ringside saying, you know, you don't get to change things up in here. And as he's yelling at her, Ace puts on like a leg lock on Bobby, uh, puts it on a little too hard. And uh, he snaps back and snaps his leg pretty much we see the bone and yeah it's pretty graphic obviously it's a little cgi or whatever but pretty much we see uh bobby's uh leg get uh broken here and uh, i'm a little upset because earlier on in the day i i i was on instagram and i got a i saw that Stephen amell was on live or whatever so i go mm-hmm. on i go on his instagram and he didn't really spoil the episode but he says something along the lines of oh tonight's episode if if you are if if you can't take like you know gruesome things you may want to turn away in the last five minutes so i kind of expected something to happen i knew something bad was going to happen uh but yeah i didn't expect um poor bobby to get his fucking leg snapped poor Oof. bobby oh it was terrible you know what it was more it was bad because i wasn't expecting it yeah and i'm just like holy shit i, I screamed that shit loud <laughs> yeah it was what it was a holy shit on? moment um the, jack puts the x up oh, i forgot to mention but jack was a special referee in this match yep. so jack puts the x up which is obviously what they set up earlier so if people didn't know what that meant all right it's real this shit is real and the crowd is like not even liking it they're silent there's no reaction at all um so they, they take a stretcher they take bobby out and, and while bobby's being stretched out while bill gets into the ring and he starts shooting himself and he says um you know this is what dwl has become you know ever since tom died and jack and ace took over this is the shit you guys are doing uh you know now that i'm gone from wwe you know i'm back here in dwl and i'm here for the three f's 
food, fishing, and fornicating. And and the the state promoter, this one girl is like, yeah, like there's like it's two dudes and a girl, and the girl's like loving everything about wrestling. She's like, yeah, food, fishing, and fucking, yeah. <laughs> so so pretty much, Wild Bill just went into business for himself here, and he's like. I just want to challenge Jack and Ace in a triple threat ladder match for the title. So then Jack is like backstage, like, yo, what the fuck? This is not obviously not supposed to happen, but he's not going to just ignore it. So he's just running with it. So he comes into the ring with the belt and he's like, you know what? You're a husband. That's why WWE fired you. By the way, they don't say WWE. I just obviously I'm saying that because yeah, that's what they mean. So he's alleged like alleged WWE. Alleged WWE. <laughs> he's like, you're a husband. That's why they fired you. Uh, don't worry. If you want a title shot, I'll give you a title shot. But this is not 1995, and you have no chance whatsoever. So Wild Bill just shooted an angle, went in for himself, and, and made this match, this triple threat yeah. ladder match that we're gonna get. Yeah. So uh, we end last scene is in the hospital where Bobby's getting operated on. And uh, they're all, all the wrestlers are there. They're all upset. And uh, Jack sees Ace and gets in Ace's face. And Ace is like, listen, it was an accident. It was an accident. I'm like, come on, Ace, that shit was not an accident. Like, come on. You can't accidentally snap somebody's leg in half. Um, So Jack is like, bullshit, that's bullshit. And he takes Ace and kind of slams up against a Pepsi machine. And as he's doing this, we see Tom, the the little kid, is looking at both of them like, oh, shit. Like, my dad is fucking killing my uncle over here. And he just looks in shock and runs away. Uh, Ace walks away as well and then jack gets a phone call from the state fair commission and they're just like yeah we love that shit that was great like you know that shit looks so real like and, they're, yeah. and jack is like oh yeah, yeah it looked real and uh <laughs> and they pretty much get the impression that like they love wild bill so i guess like without jack really planning on it it looks like this just triple threat ladder match is going to be at the state fair it looks like yeah um so he's all like whatever he's not even happy with the situation he tells willie like yeah we got to stay we got to stay fair and she's like i don't care just fix this shit with your brother, with your wife, with your son. Like, fix all this shit. I don't care about the state fair. And uh, that's it. That's the last scene of the episode. Um, yeah, this episode was great. It had a lot of... I liked it. The oh, fact yeah. that it was called Swerve, there was definitely a lot of swerves here. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot with all the twists and turns. We had the shooting with from, from Crystal going in there, business for herself, and then Wild Bill came in. Uh, it was great overall. What did you think of the episode? I love this episode also. Um Good promos all around, like the entire episode full of good promos. Uh, some good wrestling. Good to see the big LG uh, Doc Gallows and yep. back in some uh, background spots. Um, that that cage match at the end was really amazing. Um, just the work they was putting in. Ace had on new gear. Um, Bobby had on new gear too. He had on a cool jacket. Yep. Um, all the stuff around it. Crystal's promo um, going off the rails. The big spot off the top with the uh, suplex, everything was great. You can tell those guys put in a lot of work when it comes to like choreographing that match too. So great episode. Yeah, everything was great overall. Like you said, uh, even the match itself. Like I, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously they use stunt doubles, but I feel like they were able to to do it in a way where you couldn't really tell. Um, yeah. But yeah, the episode was great. We actually saw. Um, do you get to see the preview for next week's episode? I was able to find yeah, something online. Um, I think I seen one preview where uh, Rooster was talking to the uh, Gully. Yep. So yeah, yeah. It, it looks like Gully's trying to recruit him. And get him over to to switch over to Florida dystopia over here. So we call that. Yeah, we I don't think Roos, yeah. I don't think Rooster's gonna do it though. Rooster seems too too good, too too loyal to do something like that. Um, but if they're if they're gonna put the strap on him and put the rocket on him too, Rooster might go. Man, it, it seems like all he wants is a push. That's it. And yeah. I, and I I'm hoping that um, Jack is going to give him that push soon enough. But he, I, he I, might I, jump. I, I think he has to because we had that one guy in the first episode who retired. We got Bobby Penn who broke his leg. Uh, I think it's going to come to the it's point nobody where... Nobody else. Yeah. I think you, got, what, you, got, you got Apocalypse and you got Diego over here. But I think Rooster, I think he's going to get his, his title shot. I think it's going to be... Uh, Call Ricky Rabies again. We can use another scene. Yeah, okay. Ricky Rabies. I also saw somewhere that, that Mick Foley was supposed to be in uh, one of the episodes. Really? That's what I heard. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to wrestle or just be like a, a retired wrestler. And it was at one point where... I thought Wild Bill was saying something about taking on both Jack and uh, Ace, and I thought he's gonna like bring in like a tag team partner. And I thought that was gonna be the mm-hmm. McFoley spot where you had Wild yeah. Bill. Well, that and, was and the, Cactus the Jack. end of the episode when he said take on both of them. I didn't expect him to say triple threat. I yeah, like, oh, okay. I thought he was going more for like a tag team match. Um, yeah. But yeah, overall, I thought this episode was great. Uh, probably my favorite episode of, of the season. You know, we got Crystal yeah. finally was like fuck this shit. She went in business for herself, and then Wild Bill and all that. Uh, I thought it was great overall. Uh, it's gonna this be hard up to there top with this. the Ricky Rabies episode. Yes. This is this just topped the Ricky Rabies episode. So yeah. 
So yeah, I, two right now. I haven't heard of any like season two or anything, but hopefully if they do do it, I want to see definitely more wrestlers involved. Uh, I, I want to see Tony Khan show up. <laughs> I, I, I want to see uh, Cody Rhodes. I want to see all these guys show up. You know, well, like, why not? Um, Rooster, while they were practicing that um, that Vader bomb, mm-hmm. Rooster had on a tank top that said "Do the work." So I was like, "Oh no, Rooster confirmed AEW." Oh Come my on. god! <laughs> if this if, if this was back like in the nineties, they definitely would have did a little cross promotion. I remember back in uh, oh, yeah. WWE, they had some show on that come on, came on Fox. It was like. Kung Fu Championship Karate Fighters. I forgot what it was. And they did okay. cross-promotion. Remember, it was WCW that did cross-promotion. They definitely did something where like, they would have people from the other shows show up on Nitro and Raw and all that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would love for that yeah. to happen. I would, like, if, Heels, if Heels was on TNT, they definitely would have uh, had uh, all the guys at least sit ring- TBS, least- they would yeah. have all that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. They would sit ringside. You would definitely have like uh, MJF get into Stephen Amell's face or something. But who knows? Who knows? That could happen down the line. Sounds good, actually. MJF right? playing a different heel on heels. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, looks like we're going to have another episode this coming Sunday. So we'll be back here for talking about episode six of heels. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about before we uh, head off? No, no. Um, I think I've been plugging my own show for the last couple of weeks. So there's <laughs> enough of that. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, cool game, big B, man. I'm going to get more active on there. So that's it. Gotcha. I'll actually be showing up on Rewind the Dynamite with John Pollock this Wednesday. He asked me to to take uh, waiting is on his uh, much deserved honeymoon in uh, Mexico, I think. So uh, he's got people kind of subbing in on Raw, SmackDown and nice. Dynamite. So he, it's funny because like I was supposed to go to that show in Newark and I was like, I could just use that money and, and just use it somewhere else and then just go to the Queen show because Queen's going to be the big show. And then I started seeing the card for Newark and I'm like, yeah, this show's not really yeah, no. worth going <laughs> to. Like, I mean, I like Adam Cole, but I don't want to see Adam Cole versus Kazarian. I was like, yeah, I don't really need to go out of my way to Jersey to watch this. So I was like, you know what? I'll stay yeah. home. And then he asked me to do the show. So I'll do it. And then next week is a big show, obviously, Grand Slam. So I'll be meeting up with the BDE, like we said earlier. And I think uh, we're probably going to do, do it on live BDE Elites that Wednesday night after the show with me, uh, Davey, uh, Braden, whoever else shows up. We might have a nice little get together after that. Uh, Other than that, yeah, I got some reports up. I I just did a report on the Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view that was last night. And we got a Impact pay-per-view. So yeah, so so look, you know, look out postwrestling.com for some podcasts and reports that I got up on there. But uh, that's it for us. And you guys uh, catch us here next week for another episode of Turning Heels. Peace. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.